We're going to head on down to Central Australia right now and joining us on the line, Mutajulu Community Aboriginal Corporation CEO, Talia Bolvanden-Bugar. Good morning to you, Talia. Good morning. Uh, thanks so much for your time this morning. Now, I understand um, that Uluru, uh, the park, has been temporarily closed to visitors due to COVID-19 concerns. After travellers recently arrived from Sydney at the Ilara Airport, Talia, can you talk us through the current situation? Um, so at the moment, the park is closed um, until all the people that have arrived in Yolara over the past few days that come from Sydney have um, had a COVID test and that test has either returned negative or they've left Yolara and there are normal flights coming in from Sydney carrying passengers to here. Talia, what are you being told by health authorities? Uh, have those 200 people now, have they been sent to Alice Springs or are some of them still um, at Uluru? Um, as far as I know, um, some have been sent to Alice Springs, but there is still a large number of them in Yulara. Okay. Um, not all the testing has been concluded, and I don't think that the results are back yet, or at least not all of the results. And is that number correct, that it's about 200 travellers, or are those numbers a little bit different now? Um, well, I believe that it was 200 people that needed to get tested. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I've been told. So that's what we're going on. Talia, how are residents of Murujulu feeling knowing that those people arrived, um, you know, over the last couple of days? Um, people are getting used to, you know, the circumstances changing very quickly, but they are worried because they're very well aware of how vulnerable they are and there's a lot of people in a very small place and um, as we've said before, it'll only take one person and um, so they are hoping that this will be resolved quickly and that negative results are returned or that those people choose to go back to Sydney. Um, Were you notified by authorities or... Um, have you been told, we know obviously that these flights come from Sydney, but do we know if many of those travellers have actually been in those hotspots? Um, which flight are you referring so to, the, the one that landed yesterday? Yeah, the one that landed yesterday. Um, I've been told that the one that landed yesterday had um, four people on it. So luckily a lot of people listened to the advice and didn't get on board. Mm -hmm. But out of those four people, I've been told one had to go into mandatory quarantine in Alice Springs. So I think that just shows that people do slip through the cracks of the net and um, it's a risk we're not willing to take. Absolutely. Um, Talia, how long do you anticipate that uh, that you're going to need to, or that that the traditional owners are going to need to to keep Uluru Katajuta National Park closed? Well, I've talked to some people this morning and I'm hoping that the testing will be concluded today, um, which means the results should hopefully be back soon. So um, everybody is hoping that it'll be over as quickly as possible. Who knows, hopefully in the next 24 to 36 hours. And so you will keep it closed though until all of those test results come back and, and people are negative? Yes, because until we know, there could be someone out there that is positive and if they come into the park and then have contact with someone in the community, that's just a risk that that is unacceptable to the people out here. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Um, Talia, then when you when you talk about those flights, are there more flights due to arrive today? 
Um, apparently there's a flight due to land today, but I've been told that there's no passengers on it, so it'll just be used to repatriate people that are already here and want to go back to Sydney. Okay, so nobody's actually arriving today? No, not as far as we know. So that's good news. That is good news. Um, Talia, I know it's been, it has, like you said, it's been a real sort of ever-changing situation um, all around the country when it comes to to COVID, but it's certainly been that way uh, for you guys in Central Australia as well, hasn't it? It has been, uh, yes, quite entertaining, to say the least. That's a um, that's a good way of putting it, Talia. How are the traditional owners uh, feeling? You know, with this latest latest cluster, um, they're worried, but they're also um, very encouraged that there is a large number of people that is supporting them and that and who do stay away until it's safe to come again. And so they hope that everybody can you know, take on that attitude and, you know, will stay at home if they come from that area and understand why they're taking the measures that they are taking. Are you hoping this all gets sorted quite quickly? I would imagine that they're still, you know, the, the, the traditional owners are still quite happy to have territory tourists and, and people that are from, you know, from non-COVID hotspots there. Is that right? Yeah, they're very happy for people who come from non-hotspot areas or from the Northern Territory to come to the park and um, they're not closing the park to make it hard on anyone or disappoint anyone. They're only making that choice because they want to keep themselves safe Mm. first and foremost. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Talia, I really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for having a chat with us and uh, letting us know what the situation is in Central Australia at, uh, at Uluru. Thank you. Thanks so much. That was uh, Murujulu Community Aboriginal Corporation CEO there, Thalia Bol Vandenbugard. And as you've heard, um, they are really waiting for those tests to come back to confirm that there's no positive cases of COVID. But at this stage, they are going to be, the traditional owners are certainly keeping Uluru Katajuta National Park closed at this stage uh, to visitors due to those COVID-19 concerns. And it does follow on from those travellers who recently arrived with well, firstly, one flight from Sydney uh, at the Ilara Airport, and then there was that flight yesterday. But as you heard then, only four people on it. One of those people, though, did have to go into mandatory quarantine. Um, so it's not an ideal situation. I think that it's, you know, we would all agree right around Australia at this point due to this cluster in Sydney. It's not an ideal situation for anybody. It's really quite a difficult one, particularly ahead of Christmas.